What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. August 15th, 2023. What's up? It's the Wrestling Inc. podcast talking about NXT, the go-home show before Heat Wave. Like the heat wave that's sweeping the nation. And the three of us together again. I'm Glenn, joined by Issa and Alfred. And we're here tonight. Well, we've staged an intervention. We all think you have a problem. Please sit down. We'll go one by one. (laughs) But before we hop into NXT, Alfred, what's going on in the news? Never a dull moment in the news right before we went on air. I just found out about this. The streets are saying that Macy Estrella, otherwise known as Lacey Evans, is hinting that her contract with WWE is up at midnight. I believe that would be midnight tonight, Wednesday, same day as AEW Dynamite for those of you who are inquired. But it's looking like the tea leaves are suggesting that Lacey Evans' contract is coming up. This is a wrestler. Wrestlers are carnies. Take this for what it's worth. This could be her playing with the internet and the dirt sheets who bullied her historically, and she's trying to get them back. But it looks like Lacey Evans' contract is up. What do we think about this? Where does she land? What happens with Lacey Evans' Issa? Uh, good for her. <laughs> Whether she's working people, whether she wants to, I don't know. <laughs> she sounds like she wants to be freed on this post that she made. I think it's fun that she announced it herself because it does put that, is this for real? Are we being worked? But even if we're not being worked, I like that she just did it and no speculation, no, you know. Uh, yeah, I think I think there was a lot of uh, unnecessary gimmicks with her. Um, when I think of Lacey Evans, I go back to the Southern Belle, and that's the original gimmick. And I still don't know why they got away with that. Like, why they got away from that. Um, I don't know if she lands somewhere else. I'm not sure where she goes, but it feels like wasted potential. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens from here. I think uh, a lot of speculation online should be a great fit for NWA as a women's champion. Uh, I'm here for it. Impact. AEW would be interesting. I mean, AEW would be like falling upward, I think, at this point for her, um, given she's had a very tough go in WWE. I mean, like eight different gimmicks. I'm exaggerating mildly, but it's just, I don't think it, you are. Yeah, it never really Same. stuck. Never, yeah, well, really, I wouldn't say really stuck. I agree with what Issa said. To me, Lacey Evans is like the female Baron Corbin. Like she had something good going. They did there pair was them no at one need point. To tinker. Yeah, they did pair them at one point. There was no need to tinker with anything she was doing, but they just kept reinventing the wheel for no reason at all. Now she's got to be pregnant by Ric Flair. Now she's got to, now they decide to do her veterans background, but they make her a heel in that you could have had a whole storyline arc with Lacey Evans in an alternate universe where she becomes probably the biggest baby face in WWE on the women's side mm. because she was a very good performer. She was great in that nasties gimmick as the Southern Belle, but they just tinkered with that character to death where now it's just kind of in crazy town. And the song Butterfly plays 24 hours a day. Yes. In crazy town. <laughs> but I will say the crazy town I'm referring to is the improv reference. Shouts to Nick Hausman. There you go. Uh, no, I think that uh, her original gimmick in NXT was very good. 
good drawing on her personal experience, but at the same time, a little bit of a throwback. They, with the the talk of the nasties and whatnot. Wait, Alfred, is that where your Twitter name came from? You no, it's from not. She's, let me tell you something about this Lacey Evans, because I believe she's now calling herself Limitless. So that's Keith Lee that she's infringing upon. I could sue her for saying nasties because that's my gimmick. So, you know, all these black men she's stealing from, I, I don't understand. <laughs> she's going to start calling herself the street prophet Lacey Evans in AEW. She's the Marty McFly of professional wrestling. <laughs> um, but I think that, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, the Ric Flair affair was so bad it became good Oh yeah, as a gimmick. And it had a lot of potential. And then she was pregnant in real life and left for uh, to give birth to her second child. And when she came back, there was the the baby face promos, the hardships. I mean, nothing compared to the hardships Issa went through as a, as a child, uh, as we learned on this podcast. <laughs> um, but then she had the heel turn. And then they didn't know what they were doing with her. And then there was the Sergeant Slaughter thing. That was the most recent. Like, it's been a very weird journey. Yeah. Lacey Evans. You know, maybe this is one of those instances. Maybe this is one of those instances where you know, some she should have spoken up, maybe to creative and said, like, "Hey, look, like, can we just pick something and really go with it here?" Because uh, this was uh, bordering on Emelina at times. She may have. You never know what was going on behind the scenes, but yeah, they give you a directive, especially in WWE. As we'll get to this, some wrestling companies, the wrestlers actually listen to their boss. And WWE, when they tell you to do something, you do it, whether or not you like it or, you know, you just kind of sit and catering. Yeah. Very odd, man. So I think, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I think NWA could be good. You know, That'd just saying, fun. you know, if, uh, if uh, uh, Tyrus has been able to ride this Fox News thing, I think Lacey could. The first you lady know. of Fox News. I don't know, man. I don't know. This will be interesting. So be interesting to see what happens. Maybe nothing happens, but it's exciting. It's kind of exciting when somebody leaves and it's not just part of a mass release. I mean, when yeah. you think about it, it's actually got to be kind of a bummer if you're cut from WWE and you're like the sixth name in a list of 14 or something. Like, go out on your own. That's what I say. Wow. Deep. But, no, but think about that, though. Could you imagine, like, you get released and it's just like, like, you're the, oh, yeah, and so-and-so. Like, if you're not yeah. in those top three names. You want to be the headliner. It's kind of like getting drafted or when you get called up and you're just drafted with this sea of people as opposed to getting your own spotlight and showing up on the main roster yourself, you're going to get more focus. Yeah, even You're even being buried in your future endeavor announcement. <laughs> you know? Can't even main event the future endeavor announcement. So good on her for going out on her own. Best of luck uh, to Lacey Evans in her future. To endeavors. Macy Estrella. Macy Estrella. Estrella. Yes. She could uh, show up in uh, AEW tomorrow Triple night. Triple A. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. What else is going on in the news? Well, let's talk about the owner of AEW. Of course, that being one, Phil Brooks. As CM Punk continues to run AEW, you know, every couple of months he does something to remind everybody who's in charge, some power play, whether no showing the collision announcement, whether it's showing up to WWE, this guy does whatever he wants because he's a flex god. I don't blame him. And his latest stunt, as we all know, 
But depending on who you believe, he got a bunch of people banned from coming to AEW Collision. He's running Collision like he does his Twitter account. If he doesn't like you, you get blocked. So a couple of people got blocked. Uh, there's a list of people who have been thrown around, some confirmed, some not. This is all rumors and text uh, at this point. Uh, apparently, after shooting on Hangman Adam Page after Collision in his merchandise sales, CM Punk did reportedly apologize for this. And now it's come out that he also had problems with Jack Perry, also known as Jungle Boy, over a shard of glass. Jungle Boy reportedly wanted to use real glass. CM Punk said, no, kid, you got to use fake glass. And then this is my favorite part of this tabloid report is it's thrown in that uh, CM Punk said, you got to go to Dynamite if you don't like it here, which I don't know if I believe that. But there's a long list. And before I throw it to the team, uh, the list of people who we believe have been banned from AEW Collision this past Saturday night, Ryan Nemeth, shouts to Ryan Nemeth, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, Christopher Daniels, Colt Cabana, Matt Hardy, Andre from Outcast, Jada Corrupt, Nas, and then me. But in this industry, I am the cause of a lot of envy because I work for Forbes, not some tabloid. So when I'm not put on this list, that shit does not offend me. That's why you see me walking around like nothing's bothering me, even though half these incels got a fucking problem with me. You know you hate it, but respect you got to give me. You get it. What do we think about CM Punk and the way he's running the company that he owns, Issa? Wow, you're a regular Enzo Amore over here. <laughs> that's the name at his finest. Yeah. Why? I, I, I don't care. <laughs> they they, they got to start working this into the storyline. They got to start having, like, Phil, like, the maniacal like stage manager, like the basically the, the general manager. Of it would have been better if, if instead of saying, you got to go to Dynamite for that, he would have said, that does not work for me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's his next t-shirt. You know, he's wearing all these like sag after. He should wear a shirt that says, that don't work for me, brother. Yeah, he should. I don't know. I don't really care. Like, it just feels like, I don't know. We should be talking about, what is it? All in, all out. Which one is it? All in is coming up, and then all out is a week after. All right, we should be talking about that. And here we are talking about CM Punk drama a year, almost a year to the date that this whole thing started. I'm so over it. Like, I'm going to mute that word everywhere. (laughs) It's just silly at this point. That's what I'm saying. They need to make this part of the story. At least get some eyeballs on it. Well, part of what story? There's another story out there about... Listen, I'm not even gonna talk about it. No, let's, some let's fangir- it. the fangirling that allegedly went on backstage the night that CM Punk came back, and it's just mm. like it's just it's too much. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you bring up a very interesting point, Isa, and it's funny because buried in all of this, this is AEW's or what's supposed to be their finest hour. This is a gigantic story mm, that yeah. AEW is now, I believe they've surpassed SummerSlam for Wembley Stadium ticket sales in terms of the number of people coming. That 79,127 number has been surpassed. This should be the focal point of AEW. They should be doing victory laps and they're shooting themselves in the foot because this is why, all people want to talk about. Why are doing victory laps over a show of rematches that you're booking? You're putting mm. your main event on the pre-show. I get it. I get Regardless it. Regardless of what's Numbers speak that this is a success for them. Yes. Unless it's Tony Khan buying the tickets because you never know. You know what oh, I mean? Jesus. Like, what? You never like some girls send themselves flowers to make like their exes <laughs> jealous. Like, what if this is what's going on here? I seen it on Clueless. Okay, you never know. The booking Wait, of the show. I'm with, you the think booking of the Tony show Khan is, is 
buying his own tickets. Yeah, that, that has been a conspiracy theory from within. I've heard from high-ranking WWE people who believe that. I, I don't know if I believe that, but there is a belief in there that Tony Khan's the one buying these tickets, which he could afford to do. I mean, if only it was that easy, though, right? I mean, you'll it know. It is that easy. You buy and you give them away to a bunch of people. And what if they don't show up? Like, I get free tickets hey, all the time you and stuff, and I don't go. fish and chips for free or something. Yeah, it's or a hamburger. Yeah, it comes with a burger. You think, you think, you think. Let's like at least keep it to what they like over there, Alfred. I think they like burgers there too. They're universal. Yeah, they like burgers out They're not very please, good. But please, please. Okay. Okay. Look, the, the the show and how it's booked, it's not very good. Yes, but the idea is, if this is a war and we're going to talk about penis measuring contests and stuff like that, this is a big number that they've just broken. This is literal history that they've made, and it is at the end of everybody's mind. They have shot themselves in the foot from a PR standpoint, in that the number one thing everybody wants to talk about is how little power Tony Khan has, how CM Punk is making this company to look like a fool. This should not be the top story in AEW right now. It should be a very positive story about the number of tickets that they sold, but nobody's talking about that because of what Cousin Phil's done. And I do not blame CM Punk. I think it's... I commend CM Punk for being able to abuse his power in this way. I think it's very entertaining. I think it's hilarious. And I think it is a lesson of how you run a wrestling company in terms of authority. And Tony Khan has none of it. Yeah. Co-signed. What else is going on? Our final news story, a little bit of good news for AEW and that collision a little bit. Let's end on a positive note for AEW. Collision was up 14%. But 476,000 viewers on average for Collision. And it's kind of, actually, it's very important to note this right now because college football is coming back. I cannot wait. Uh, Penn State, Virginia is going to be very exciting. Uh, College football is on its way back, all right? So these are about the numbers they're doing. So we are now at a sample size of AEW where we have a good idea of what Collision is going to land. A normal episode of Collision, probably around 500,000 viewers. And to me, that is on the lower end of the type of cushion I thought they should have built up heading into college football and then later NFL season because NFL is going to have games on Saturday night too. So it'll be very interesting to see week after week. Preseason hurt AEW collision. I can only imagine what college football is going to do. So it's going to be a story to monitor in terms of what AEW collision did did because CM Punk, he got the show gifted to him. Tony Khan gave CM Punk his own show on Saturday nights. And now, essentially, we could be in a universe where it's not only another Rampage, but worse than Rampage every Saturday night, which seems counterintuitive. Is it, though? Or maybe it's like an inside joke. Like, how oh, we're going to give CM Punk his own show that nobody's going to watch. It's going to be great. <laughs> you know, like, what if that was the intention yeah. the whole time? What if they think they're going to devalue him enough that WWE won't want him again when his contract is up? The WWE doesn't want it, regardless. <laughs> This kind of reminds me, there's that, speaking of, if we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories, there was that conspiracy theory that may have been true that Eric Bischoff sent Brian Pillman to WWE as a spy. Who knows? Maybe Vince McMahon slash Nick Khan slash Triple H is sending CM Punk over to AEW as a spy, and that's why every couple of months he sabotages them, right? Again, this is weird timing for CM Punk to be in the news and that this is the time where you're supposed to be hearing about All In, but we're talking about CM Punk. It could be sabotage. That's a conspiracy theory that I would believe in. Let's see what AJ Styles thinks. <laughs> He's married. Mm. <laughs> so, where do we go from here? NXT. NXT. Tonight, we open with the family 
versus the Dyad with Schism for the NXT Tag Team Championship with the family Tony D and Stax retaining. <laughs> but Issa, <laughs> what did you think of this match? I, 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 the match was okay. I thought they were killing it. it. It got weird. It had a very unnecessary, weird finish. It was the night of weird, inter, like, this was a it, it was a very show. weird night with some distractions that I wasn't expecting and it didn't feel necessary. And um, obviously, we saw Tony, and I don't feel like Tony D needs any kind of distraction to win, but this is going to a different direction between the Creed brothers and whatever they're called now, Skisicism or. They have like 80 people out in the ring now and the Creed brothers showed up and kind of like, I don't know, I think I don't want Tony D'Angelo's and Stack's title run to just be secondary story to this other story going on, you know, so it bothered me a little bit because we waited a long time to see the family hold some gold for them to just take a back seat to this angle that nobody, nobody cared about when it started and nobody cares about it now. Yeah, they do deserve better. And this match was pretty wonky. There was a spot where Stax, one of the Dyad guys, I think it was Fowler, he, he was, went to hit Stax on the apron, did not touch the man. And so Stax essentially had to jump from the apron onto the Literally table. Literally elbow <laughs> dropped the table for no yeah. reason. I, I saw yeah. it. <laughs> the ghost of Shane McMahon on the table, and it did not break. That looked like it, even as fake as that spot looked, it looked like it hurt when he landed. So, shouts to Stax. I hope it's not a rib injury because those suck. It was suck the ghost of the Lacey Evans Southern Bell. Ooh, yeah. Since we're talking about it today. <laughs> yeah, this was an okay opener, but I agree that, uh, like, this Dyad Creed story, I mean, whatever. We thought it ended with the loser leaves town. Yeah. They're still here. Yeah, I feel like they just did that storyline to swerve the internet, and now they're just having to come up with things to do to explain how the creeds are still here. And them showing up as part of of the, you know, with the mask, and to me, it still doesn't make any sense because I was literally asking, who are all these people? When did they get all these recruits? Like, Mm. now they suddenly have 20 members, and I feel like they're just doing it in purpose just to to get this one thing over with them showing up Mm -hmm. wearing the mask. Ivy Ivy Nile just came. The whole thing just felt weird and unnecessary or something that we could have done backstage and at least let the match be a normal match. And it's kind of weird that Ava Rain is tied up in all this because I feel like she's really broken out in this. Her and Joe Gacy have really good chemistry on screen together like i kind of don't care about the grizzled young vets who asked yeah. for their release and are just sort of biding their time well you know so did mustafa ali and he's here yeah it's this true. is where you go where you get released from wwe you go to nxt yeah it makes schism look so dumb that there are clearly moles within their society there are two people at least who are not on the up and up, who keep attacking them, yet they still insist on coming out with all these guys in masks. Listen, if one of my goons in a mask attacked me, no more masks. Like, nobody come out with me. I'm going out there alone. I'm, I'm not even getting new goons. I don't trust anybody. I don't know why they insist on having more goons. I know. It's like, you know, if CM Punk can control who's there at Collision, you'd think Joe Gacy had some pull. <laughs> He's got to start banning people. Yeah. Actually, that'd be amazing. If the NXT was like, we're just going to parody this and Joe Gacy's going to walk oh, around and going, you're banned. If you're going to listen, Glenn, you're on to something here. If you're going to do that, this is where you do it. You do it on NXT with this kind of secondary angle in their tertiary promotion. And you just yeah. have 
like a list of people who's banned. I love. And you have Joe Gacy seeing like who's that? And he's opening up their Twitter feed, and he's like, "Nope, don't like that. Don't like that." <laughs> oh my god, this is great. This is exactly what needs to happen. That'd be pretty good. Um, yeah, but this was a weird open. It's just, just the energy of tonight's show was strange. This was like the first half hour of the show. Um, and then we went from that. We had uh, recurring segments with Carmelo Hayes backstage signing merchandise, Wesley walking and confronting him, setting up uh, the number one contenders match tonight in their contract signing for later. Then we had Blair Davenport take on Dana Brooke with Kalani Jordan uh, and Dana back to losing. Back to? She never left. She got a win a couple weeks ago. <laughs> it was the start of a streak. I was hoping it was the start of a streak. Being sarcastic here. Yeah, I was hoping it was the start of a streak. I thought that uh, I thought this was a fun match, but I did think that Blair should have won. So um, it's one of those matches that I was like, why did we book it when both of them need a win right now? You know, like head scratchers yeah. because they have such a big women's division and you can be featuring people in different fields so you don't put yourself in this situation. Um, but yeah, Dana Brooke lost. Dana had to lose this. This is how they're Again. setting it up. She's going here heel clearly. She's eventually going to turn on Kalani Jordan. She's trying to show Kalani how it's done. And of course, she's going to slip on the banana peel and lose, causing her to become more and more frustrated. She is playing the role of an abusive stage mom trying to show her prospect how it's done because she was not able to get to the height she wanted to. So now she's living her frustrations and anxieties and fears through Kalani Jordan, who's going to end up like John Benet Ramsey, if we're not careful. Jesus Christ. I was going to make a like uh, reference to like, uh, uh, you know, like nope. uh, Lainey Kazan in the movie Beaches or something. And you're like going to John <laughs> Benet like, Ramsey. If we're wow. not careful with this, she will be missing. I don't think that's the angle they're going to take. I hope not. I hope not. But Jelpede was never missing. She only was missed for like 10 hours and then they found her in her basement. <laughs> Can we not? That's right. I'm yeah, not... yeah, yeah. She never was really missing even though there was like a whole note and everything. <laughs> I think we broke Glenn. Yeah, we did. Not editing this shit. So y'all just, just keep going. <laughs> I'm not... What? I'm talking about facts in a true crime. Yeah, I know. I know. I understand. Anyhow, what people on YouTube are talking about this while eating food. They don't get banned. It is yeah. weird when they're doing it while eating food. It's just uh, really, oh my god, know, the it's... mukbang true crimes are the worst. Like why? Would you... But speaking of true crimes, Blair Davenport, who has attacked many a person in the NXT parking lot, like I feel like that's the real story. Is the comeback of all her victims coming for retribution? Like that's the Blair Davenport story, but nobody's cleared to come and do that. So instead, we have these kind of nothing matches to, I mean, she, they, gave, they gave her an amazing gimmick by being the one behind that. Yeah. You know, that given would how be, notorious that was. But yeah, there's nothing they can do with it now. I mean, they can't, they'd be good long-term storytelling. Yes. When you're ready to bring them back, what you could do is you have her out in the parking lot, mm -hmm. and one by one, the people return in their cars, and they surround her with their cars. It'd be amazing. <laughs> I mean, they sent me a good visual. Yeah, but we're not getting that. Instead, we're getting this, which is just like, oh, you beat Dana Brooke. You and every other female wrestler in WWE. Yeah, she seemed like the foil to set up this storyline. Dana Brooke, even though she lost, seemed like the focus of this because yeah. of her and Kalani. And yeah, it's good that Blair Davenport got a win, but she did not seem like the focal point of this. Yeah. You know, 
I'm sure we'll find out six months from now, for a year from now. Isn't it odd if you look at the NXT Women's Division? I know they've had changes going back to Mandy Rose's abrupt exit and then some injuries and whatnot. But with the exception of Tiffany Stratton and uh, to a lesser extent, um, Thea Hale, it seems like everything has been kind of a, well, we were going to do that, but no, now we don't know with the women's yeah. division. Like everything, right? There's been so many false starts mm-hmm. and like aborted pushes. And like, where's Stevie Turner? Yeah, that was the, the gamer, right? Yeah, the live streamer. I'm just saying it's very odd that they've, like, oh, Gigi Dolan's going to be big. Nope. Now, where's Gigi Dolan? We don't know. JC Jane's just in a random match tonight. Like, it's just very, it's a very, this is the most uncertain time in my mind in the history of NXT's women's division. And I think it's hurting Tiffany Stratton. It's not just NXT. It's not just NXT. I think the only exciting thing going on, even in the main roster, Rhea's reign has been mm-hmm. anything but enjoyable. I mean, mm-hmm. I enjoy her character. I like that she's champion, but she doesn't even have a feud. You know, yeah. and, and I, I like what's going on on SmackDown, but the cashing really hyped up, you know, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing where we go from here. But yeah, it feels like all over, even I'll throw in AEW with this women fatal four way that they're doing at the big show and, and Tony Storm getting a bye, but the champion having to qualify yeah. for it. Like none of this makes any sense. Nobody's booking the women in, in a favorable way in a favorable way right now and i want to see where eo goes i think the cashing mm. was exciting yeah. i don't know that the follow through last friday was mm. the greatest so we'll yeah. see where it goes but i feel like women's wrestling right now needs a creative like freaking iv all across all the all the you know wrestling companies so tiffany stratton announced she's gonna be a heat wave next week but she doesn't have a match no, she she's announced not. she's going to be. The, they're hiding Tiffany Stratton, man. I don't know if they're going back to the drawing board, coming up with something new. I don't know if they're cutting because her they hair. They didn't do her any favors. This this, this uh, feud that she had with Tia Hale did all the wonders for Tia. It did nothing for Tiffany. Yeah. Maybe they're retooling her, but she came out. She was on TV for like five seconds. You might have missed the fact that she announced she's going to be at Heat. This is your women's champion, which for the majority of NXT's existence has been the most important title in that company. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, hey, going to be at Heat Wave. See you later. She just basically tweeted she's going to be at Heat Wave. It's odd. Very odd. Trick Williams took on Drew Gulak, uh, where, man, talk about the diss from Damon Kemp calling him the, the champion purse holder. <laughs> What a diss. Trick Willie did call him an Oompa Loompa the week before. So uh, well that that's actually funny. We're get, yeah, we're getting out he of had pocket. a shirt made. He went to the mall and he said, put these letters on a shirt and have it say purse holder. <laughs> um as Heather uh Abood, nice to see you, Heather, in the chat pointed out. What's Trick's, up, Heather? Trick's music was great. Yeah, everything about Trick is fire. Yeah, people love him. He's, he's kind of a work in progress, but I like how they're putting him with these technically sound wrestlers and Drew Gulaks of the world who mm. can help him level up. That's why he's working with Ilya Dragunov. So yeah, this is good. Great he, tonight. He's going to be a huge star. There's only one Trick Williams. There's a lot of Ilya Dragunovs in wrestling, as good as he is. There's only one Trick Williams, and they need to invest in him. He's got it. Yeah. yeah. And it's- he won tonight. He won. He did. He looked great. And he caught a, a little promo on Dragunov. I'm looking forward to this. I, I felt like tonight's show was not the most exciting, 
But I will say I'm looking forward to a lot of matches next week. So if their job tonight was to sell us Heat Wave, they did it. Maybe in the not the most ceremonial way possible, but they did it. There's a lot of matches. That What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. I'm excited for next week. Yeah. Yeah, this was a high point tonight. And then, oh, Brooks and Dunn ran in to help Trick Williams they did. at one point. That was nice. I need to go back to the bar. Trick Williams don't need their help. I don't want to see anybody helping Trick Williams. He just stepped away from someone because he needs to be on his own. He don't yeah, need no help. Gimmick. He doesn't want to be a sidekick. He doesn't want help. Right. He's trying to do this by himself. People so why up. are these like noisy little whatever? I did like parts of their storyline when they were uh, in that Sebastian love angle before it fell apart. Yeah. And what's going on with the bar? Are they so busy running the bar? That's why they're not on TV. Maybe it's gone out of business. Yes. Maybe Kiana James bought it and sold it and turned it into condos. Okay. So after this, Baron Corbin continues to burn the ships. Brent Carbon was great. He was very good. He was very confident. I love this promo. And I did look into what burn the ships means. In the, and I, I, I F with it. I like burn the ships, that mentality of that. Like we're not going back. Return. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Good. I love everything about this promo. From the two of them, I, I love what Baron Corbin was saying before he was interrupted by uh, Von Wagner. I, I don't know why he was wearing jeggings and not just any jeggings <laughs> he was wearing like those like mob like middle of the night infomercial jeggings i seen them i have issues sleeping i know exactly what i'm talking about and you do too it's very mm. hard to just listen to what he has to say when he's wearing the mom jeggings <laughs> confronted by von wagner <laughs> and mr stone and jeggings he needs to just incorporate all these. He shouldn't show up next week with orange slices. Wearing Crocs. Yeah. Good promo. This will be good with Vaughn. I think he'll put Vaughn over. He's going to get. Oh, you don't think he's going to get tabled, though? Hmm? 
You think that Baron Corbin is going to get tabled? Because that's what the streets came for. Yeah. That's Don uh, Wagner's gimmick is tabling people. He's smart. He's going to get over with the fans. It's a, it's a good, yeah. I don't know if he picked it or not, but it's a good thing to, if you want to get it, the fans on your side. Wouldn't it be amazing if Corbin in NXT is doing this burn the ships thing and he goes back to the main roster and they're like, so we want to bring back the bum ass Corbin gimmick. <laughs> oh, poor Baron, if that happened. You know that this is just, a, this is the most WWE joke that I know at some point they're going to do because Von Wagner calls it tabling people. So we expect him to put people through tables every week. So one of these weeks, he's not going to put them through the table and he's going to say, we're going to have to table that for next week. They're going to write it. You heard it here first. I'm not proud of it, but I know WWE have been watching this product all my life. They're writing that joke. Okay. And so when do we get here first? When is he going to be in a fatal four way and they're going to do a spoof promo and they're going to bring back the table for three graphic <laughs> and have him and Mr. Stone like, you know, well, who's the third? No, no, the, he's going to table three people because it's a fatal four way. Oh, okay. Okay. That's right. And then you have the, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Issa, not a fan of the, the table jokes. Yeah, sure. Get the table. Uh, Rhea and Dominic backstage. Mm -hmm. Challenging Dragon Lee and Lyra Vakira to a mixed tag match at Heat Wave. They F around. They're about to find out. I thought you were going somewhere else with that. <laughs> like, well, she's a married woman now. She's engaged. They're very, they're, Rhea and Dominic are very passionate. Very passionate. Um, so Mustafa Ali got a nice little promo airing his grievances against Dominic Mysterio and Wesley. Like a campaign speech. I didn't hate this. There was a lot of oh, segments my. tonight. There were a lot of vignettes, and Mustafa really committed to this. I did not hate this. I wanted to hate it until he said something about Dominic being an ex-con, and I was like, <laughs> all right, fine, you got me. <laughs> God, we're keeping that part alive. I, I felt like it needed like the, nation, the national anthem in the background. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then we had Wesley versus Dijak, number one contenders match for the NXT championship. So is this hard justice thing not happening anymore? I think that's another thing they gave up on. They gave up on hard justice? They tabled it. They, they tabled it. There you go, Isa. <laughs> Bars! <laughs> Interference from Eddie Thorpe during this match. I thought he was in the woods like 20 minutes ago. Dancing. Yeah. Vibing. I think, I think they're eventually going to reveal that this whole time he was on ayahuasca. Maybe. Uh, talking no about idea. like here we go for weird unnecessary interference number two and it's not the last one. Yeah, he was just standing there. You know, I mean, they're trying with Eddie Thorpe, but the explanation about how he likes to dance, it's like, how are we going to translate this into you fighting somebody? And he's just talking about it. But I like that. It. It's tribal. I mean, my ancestors like to dance. It's how we handle things. But it's like, this does not make me want to see a fight. Fandango liked to dance. Did he ever? Um, when did they announce Heat Wave last week? This feels like the most thrown together. No, they announced it a couple of weeks ago. They I, might, actually, last week might have been the first time they mentioned it. That's what I'm saying. This feels very. This feels very much like oh, we got to do this. We got to do this like televised event. 
got to a rating. Well, they're on a roll with the ratings. So. Yeah, I mean, they have Dirty to. Dirty Dom draws, you know. Yeah. Everybody loves Dirty Dom. Um, So, Wesley is the number one contender. Yeah. Okay, this was a high point of the show was Dragon Lee and Lyra Valkyria's response to Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> Lyra saying we have to be as close as they are, and Dragon saying I'm a happily married man. Oh, <laughs> that I was, was waiting for the Duolingo promo code on the screen to come. <laughs> up. That's what this felt like. Like I was taking a weird lesson of, on Duolingo on my phone. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this was very, uh, very shoddy, and they, a missed opportunity because when he said I'm a happily married man, all she had to say was Yeah, so is Dom. <laughs> it's a, a television show, baby. Take your clothes off. Malik Black, two dollars super chat saying Eddie was using the Creed's green screen. Yeah, <laughs> that Eddie Thorpe was unintentionally hilarious. He needs to start challenging people to dance offs. That's the only way we're saving this gimmick. <laughs> no, Eddie please stop. He's gonna no. out. He's stop. gonna challenge Booker T, <laughs> who will do a spinaroonie, and then he will do his rain dancing. I was gonna burn himself with the stage. At one point, he was holding it so close to himself <laughs> that I was like, bro. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Eddie Thorpe is a very talented wrestler. It's great. This just ain't it. I just, I, this is getting to the point where I'm enjoying it for the wrong reasons. I think one, he's got the best arm sleeve of anyone all in all professional wrestling. Yes. It's very unique. It's very cool. Um, he can go in the ring. It's interesting that they're lying as heavily into a gimmick. Uh, as they are. And he's got like multiple gimmicks. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to the DJ thing? I still kind of do. I mean, that goes with the dance. And then he's leading into his uh, American Indian heritage, which is, you don't see that taken seriously a lot. Or it has traditionally hasn't been taken seriously in professional wrestling. So that's nice. Yeah. It's Um, been like a cartoon. And and this, they did commit to this being more serious. It's just. Yeah. Um, But I, I feel like, they're throwing just everything right with it. But you know, if he's uh it seems like he's getting over though. Really? I think so. I think the audience responds to him. Over with with who go ahead. Well, the crowd, the internet. Oh. oh, okay. The kids. We say so. I don't know. I this hope was... Eddie Thorpe makes it. Yeah, I do too. This this was just a very strange episode. I can't stress that enough. He's getting over I... with Tatanka. Jesus. What, that was another character very similar. The dance he was doing was the same different. dance that Tataka used to do. Oh, Jesus. What's wrong with Tataka was one of my favorite wrestlers in the oh. 90s. As, as much as they gave him the silly gimmick, he pulled it off. So, Mackenzie Mitchell and Tyler Bate were interrupted by the NXT anonymous Twitter account which showed the confrontation between Bate and Gallus in a live event, which led to Tyler Bate versus Joe Coffey with Gallus tonight. And there was a disqualification due to outside interference by Dabakato. Yes. Why? Returning soon and soon meant today. Uh, unnecessary whatever, number three. Like, this didn't make any sense. Where were they during this anonymous video? It looked like a school. Why are they so close to children? Are they even allowed? Oh, okay. Okay. 
I mean, when on that Florida loop, I mean, they do the vets hall, the community center. There's that uh, footage where Finn went to do the coup de gras and like his head popped up through yeah. the tile in the ceiling. Scary. Yeah, because the low ceilings with the the like uh, foam core. So I don't know, man. Like they, they do some small venues in Florida. Yeah. Wow. Got to start somewhere. I recommend it. That's one of my favorite wrestling experiences. It felt like an indie show being NXT on the floor to loop. But uh so this match happened. Welcome back to Abacado. Sure. But then hard hitting home truth with Nathan Frazier. Oh my god. And the metaphor crashed the show. Okay, this actually was funny. Yes. Parts of it was funny, yes. Particularly Parts of when it. the metaphor came on. When they right, did frog right, stuff correct. and he kept hitting the button, that, that, that's what it But the out. fraud thing was funny, like, the first two times. Then it yeah. just kept happening, and I was just like, okay, we get it. You're just trying to rip off the dummy buttons yeah. <laughs> uh, promo. But anyways, yeah, I agree with you. I think the first time or two, I was like, okay, haha, okay, what is this? Yeah. Um, I think this is a fun feud. I really hope Noam Dar wins this match, and if not, if not, I hope Nate Frazier takes the fake cup so he has two, and then Norm Dar brings another one. I, I yeah, I I was thinking about that. I'm like, how many fake cups are there? Like, <laughs> well, normally with any prop, you you have at least two of something in case something happens. Yes, you have the. They should start selling those. People would buy those heritage cups and carry them but around. No, they wouldn't. Belts. No, they wouldn't. No. I think they would. Not. If they're buying these belts, they're buying these heritage cups. There's an okay. audience for the heritage cup. I'll buy. Uh, it. You, yeah, I was gonna say. Do you pledge <laughs> if they come out with the heritage cups that you will buy one? Yes, I'll be the heritage cup guy, and I'll put some hen dog in there, and then we're gonna get it popping. Because I was the guy that said if they came and out, you go in the museum of weirdos <laughs> along with whoever yeah. pays seven grand for that fiend belt. Yeah. You and that person. That's it. <laughs> I was the guy that said if they came out with the ready, willing, and gable towel, I would buy one. And oh, they, I did. But it didn't look yeah. anything like the TV one, which kind of uh, sucked. Well, how did it not look like the TV one? It was uh, like a red, white, and blue American Alpha thing. It didn't, it wasn't like a big towel with the big letters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of dumb. But I still bought one. I also own a Rusev Day calendar that I never used. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That's a good I used, buy. To buy, I used to buy a lot of merch. I haven't bought WWE merch probably in three years. Well, if they have the Heritage Cup, come on. We've got an audience. I'm trying to even think what the last thing I bought from WWE. Show. Oh, you know what? The Uncle Howdy mask. I did. Never mind. I lied. I bought that. Oh, no, that was recent. Six months ago. Is he coming back? Can we find out? what? That's what we're hearing. It looks, like, it looks like he survived whatever life-threatening illness is. So that's the good news. He's okay. And that's he's great. coming back. And I hope he's better than ever. Yeah. Um. So, Thea Hale is trying to get her mojo back tonight. Chase, she was trying to get her her mojo back. This match with JC Jane and JC won. Another women's match where the winner was not the focus of the match. These right. are some towels they need to start selling. Is the Chase U towels? And I don't know if they're going to turn Thea Hale or if they're going to kiss and make up, but it's not looking good. Do you no, think Thea confronts Tiffany Stratton next week to set? Why? Maybe, I don't know. Who, who, you think who, that should continue? Okay, who else should challenge Tiffany Stratton? Roxanne Perez. That's a step backward. 
I mean, who do they have who's a babyface who's won their matches who would be confronting Tiffany Stratton? You know what they should do? Ava Rain and Schism, they should try and hire Tiffany Stratton to be like their like pay no attention influencer. You know, like the Fire Festival influencers. Like, we really right. want you to promote like our group. <laughs> like, and, and then it'll turn out Schism is in addition to being a cult, is also a multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> and they want Tiffany Stratton to promote it, and that leads to Ava versus Tiffany Stratton down the line. Let's go. That's a storyline. That's a story. That's a lot more storyline than what they have going for her right now. So they have nothing. Yeah. So that's yeah. I'm with it. Or what if it turns out like Tiffany's sugar daddy is like the actual dad of one of the women on the roster and she has an issue with that? <laughs> I love that. You know, and then be like, You're three months younger than me, Tiffany. This is weird. You don't think this is weird? You know? Nope. They could do a lot with this. It's a business transaction. They should all be okay with it. Well, what? <laughs> you don't have a sugar mama, Glenn. You I don't know, know how that works. I, I don't. I've dr I've dreamt in my entire life of that. But uh, they wow, have apps. They have apps where you can. Not that I'm on any of them, but you can join an app to be. A sugar when baby. I was a child, I heard David Lee Roth cover "Just a Gigolo," and I said, "I'm I'm intrigued. Tell me more." <laughs> And then uh, when I was a young teenager, the movie Loverboy with Patrick Dempsey came out. Now, in that movie, he's delivering pizzas, but he's also a gigolo. And if you order yep. a pizza with extra anchovies, that means you want his, his you know, love services. Uh, wow. You know? So yep. I'm intrigued. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you know? Open for business, as it were. Uh, You're in Vegas. You probably that's get true. Oh, yeah, you could walk to a now gigolo. Is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time, Glenn. Let's go. I'll get one of those fancy Everything happens jackets for a I reason. Have. You dream about it your whole life. You move to Vegas. Things like the, the, the universe is just connecting for you. Yes. Malik Black, $2, saying the green shirt dude at the, every PLE would buy the cup. Yes, he I would. Know. I know. There's an audience for that cup, man. The only reason <laughs> WWE wouldn't sell it, not because people wouldn't buy it. They don't want all this camera blockage of people with cups putting cups in the air. No, they don't want to deal with the shipping of that thing. That's true. That's yeah, a lot. Uh, massive. But uh, Thea Hale should have won this match. I liked no. uh, her. You don't think so? You think no, she got hit bottom? They're, yeah, they're telling the story with her that her and Andre Chase yep. are starting to split. He, he, she doesn't trust him because he keeps trying to throw on the towel. And so she's going to be on a losing streak. Okay. Um, I think he's the, the biggest female star in nxt right now she's so much like you see so many backstage segments where the acting is horrific and she's the best actor there she's great she's the best character she's like she's got it she's born to do this absolutely well carmelo hayes was finishing his signing and wesley walked in and disrespectfully just threw those signed photos everywhere why did he do that i don't know they both came off as heels tonight yeah but also before we talk about the contract signing, uh, Ron Breaker warned Baron Corbin about getting involved with Von Wagner because looking like Vin Diesel's protege <laughs> with that the, the pointed beard at the top, like no sideburns. He said, "I this conversation was funny because he's like, I'm not done with him and Brian is like, I thought you were done when you went through the table. It was funny, but I feel like now this is gonna end in some weird oh, wrong break or spearing someone, and we'll move on to the next feud, uh, kind of thing. 
I hope he spears all of them. I hope he spears everybody in sight. When is Braun getting called up? I felt like he'd be called up by now. I, I'm surprised that we're now past SummerSlam, well past SummerSlam, and he hasn't been called up. They did a draft. They called people up. He didn't get called up, so we just wait till the next time. That's how fifth, it fifth year Well, senior, he's man. worth calling him up. by. Like The point we were making about if mass releases, you get kind of buried. A guy like Braun Breaker should be called up by himself so that the spotlight is on him. Because so he he's can do somebody what? that they're invested in. So that he can spear the hell out of people and be the next John Cena. This man is going to be mean, a star. Okay, wait, is it's the undeniable. next John Cena? Really? I mean, not in terms of longevity or anything like that. Not John Cena, John Cena. But they will push him as a John Cena type. If you don't think they're going to push Braun Breaker down your throat like he's a 2027 Roman Reigns, he's going to be one of the focal points of this company when he's on the main roster. He's going to look so short. You got to be low to the ground and deliver the spear. What does that matter? Is Braun or Cody taking that title off Roman? Oh my God! Neither one of them. What is that question? Please. Cody first at WrestleMania 40, and then when Cody's done with it, and maybe maybe Roman wins it back, then Braun takes it. Spear versus spear. So Wesley and Carmelo Hayes sign their contract for Heat Wave next week, and great promo between both of them. It was. Hayes told Rita, "Don't go chasing waterfalls." He also said you're going to take me back to the old me. He was quoting Dr. Yes. Dre and TLC. Yeah, I, right just, I just don't see Wesley winning here. And I'm always very particular of baby faces promising something. He didn't make a promise, but he did the whole everybody told me that I can't. And I'm sitting here looking at Melo, and he's so perfect in his role right now that I was like, yeah, but you can't. You really can't win this <laughs> fight. You know, so it's just like I wish I would have not had him do so much of the can't. Like, maybe get one line in because I did like when Melo turned around, you know, and kind of used it as a burn against him mm-hmm. in the in the promo battle. But I just didn't like the, the if he's not going to win, it just, to me, you end up making your baby face look weak. But I don't even think he came off as a baby face tonight. His actions were no. questionable. So it, it's like he's in a weird Twitter for tonight, which doesn't make any sense, right? So, but... As far as the promo battle between the two of them went, I liked it. And I thought it was funny that he like did the whole thing with the table and then dragged it out there because he ended up doing the cool spot at the end because I was like, what's the point of all this table if nobody's going through it? Well, it ended up having a cool point. I, I like this. I like this. I'm excited for their match. I really did think it was going to be Dijak, but now I'm just super excited about this. And I love the throwback of who did he win the North American Championship mm-hmm. from? Melo mm-hmm. saying you didn't beat me technically. I love everything about this. But I think Wesley is going to win that title. I just don't think wow. it should happen on. I don't think it should happen on TV. I think that should be a PLE thing. So where should it happen? The next big Paper PLE. View. So people yeah. don't watch the PLEs on TV. That's true. Okay, so there's an argument that it is would be a massive feel good moment. And then you have Melo. I mean, Melo and Trick is where the, the money is. I don't see. No, he's not. He's not losing that title. Uh-uh. I don't think I he's know, losing I don't think it to it's Wesley. Happened, I don't think it's happening next week. But Yeah, they're going to build long-term to Melo and Trick for the title, which is going to be a big match. Hopefully, they're able to get there and not rush it. But I think the story they're telling with Wesley and why I like this so much is he's every week starting to be more and more unhinged. And if and when he loses to Melo, he's going to turn heel. He's going to snap and he's going to be a heel. And it's funny. What's really impressive to me about Wesley is I would be raving about how great of a baby face he is and how natural. Baby. He's an incredible heel. He's very mm-hmm. annoying in terms of like a guy we want to see get beat up in this role of just kind of pressing and thinking nobody believes in him and antagonizing everybody. He's very good at that. Uh, Ricky pointing out no mercy is September 30th. 
So that's not going to be when he wins. Okay, so is Wes going to call Dom's parole officer, and that's how he gets the? No, the title he has back. no interest on in that title anymore. I don't know. We move him on. If he's he's going to drop Dom on. Uh, he's going to snitch yeah. on Dom. He's not. He's still snitch. <laughs> what he's if? Okay. Snitch. What? Here we are. What if he plants something on on Dom? He like plants something called the parole officer. Yeah. He's still snitch. Oh, I hope he does. No, I like that idea too much. Be an he's got it. That'd be the most heelish thing that you could ever do. If they're turning him heel, well, they got to go all the way. But that would turn Dom into babyface if he got yeah. snitched on and had to get locked up. No, yeah, like Dom's the whole Tony D'Angelo thing. No, hear me out. Dom Hello, gets locked Stoppers. up. No, and then when he, Dom goes back to the to the joint, Dom finds religion, and then comes out and is one of those super like born again guys, like preaching, and keeps talking about you know back during my life of crime, I didn't care about nobody, disrespected my father, like he's doing the whole spiel, you know. Uh, he'll be even more hated. He goes to schools and like talks to kids to try and scare them straight. Like this could be he reconciles with Ray. This could be amazing. I like the scared straight angle. Yeah, this could be good. Just putting it out there. Issa, Issa, you're not a believer in this. I'm into, I'm into it. I'm into, I'm into it. No, Come on, no. Issa. This would be good. No. <laughs> it has to start with Wesley snitching on Dom. <laughs> and that's I don't like snitches. I don't like everything that you snitch are. It's just gonna sound like that soap opera that we have going on with the Menudo rejects. <laughs> oh yeah, we saw a promo with them today. We don't need to talk about it. I'm just comparing it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what we didn't talk about that either last week is the uh, Humberto and Angel Garza and their grandfather. Who I don't know if he's still alive or not. I, last I week they know. cried. Yeah, they cried. <laughs> And then they were in bed. I thought they were sleeping in the same bed. I thought that would have been adorable. Why is he squeezing the pillow like as deadly. he dreams about like, his grandma? <laughs> He's dreaming about his grandpa and squeezing the pillow like it's weird. It's getting weird. Yeah, I, I, the, the way they did this, I did expect them to wake up in bed together. The way they were shooting <laughs> it. And then he realizes he's not squeezing a pillow. He's actually squeezing him. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. That would be another crime. Could all work. This could all work. So that's NXT tonight. A very weird show. On that note. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> also, what's up with this The Nun 2? I keep wanting to get into this Conjuring Universe thing, but there's so many movies. This is it's bigger horrible. than the MCU. This whole Conjuring Universe is horrible. The Nun 1 was a terrible movie. Nobody's going to see this. That's too bad. I watched Joyride the other night. Wait, but you're talking off. about a classic. That's a classic. No, 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 no. The new Joyride. Oh, no. No, you didn't. Yeah, the female road trip comedy where they go to China. That was hilarious. I'm excited for a... Saw X. I can't wait. Takes place between Saw 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. European Vacation was on last night. It's been a good week. Anyhow, uh, that's what's going on. I'm, I'm, I'm in my big brother and the challenge kick right now. Let's go! The new big brother is what? Uh, tomorrow. New, this season is this messy. Season. This season yeah. is messy. This is, I mean, you, gotta have, you had a guy using the N-word within the first week. so <laughs> And they actually kicked him out. They kicked him out immediately. Like, listen, and you would think that's what they have to do, right? But we've seen so many people do it in oh, the past, yeah. and CVS did nothing about it that I remember like seeing it all over my social media. And I'm like, well, we know what's going to happen. He's yeah. just going to get a big lesson by someone in the house, and he'll it. get voted off. And then Jimmy, like, uh, I'm sorry, she will use it as a education opportunity in the boat off interview but no they kicked him out oh, like crazy you never saw and they didn't even again. cancel the eviction yeah 
<laughs> no, Big Brother is very. Yeah, they're doing good numbers. I, I love Big Brother. It's gonna be a. I know I think they waited so long. Like it feels yeah. so late. Like I feel like I shouldn't be watching Big Brother. It should be ending right now. But right. Yeah. Like, usually just getting started. You're right. Usually, like around when it mid August to September is when yeah, they're doing like, the double eviction and they're wrapping Correct. it all up. Correct. Yeah. And super excited that my multiverse is collide, colliding because Suri is a legend and to see her there playing is, is fun to watch. I don't know how they haven't targeted her. It feels like these people don't watch Survivor. She should be out of that house. No, no. I, I like her and her, her son. Jared is starting to piss me Jared off. Jared is going to blow their cover so hard. Oh, yeah. like, it's going like, to be so bad. She's great. She's going she's gonna to carry him. Yeah. Sorry, Glenn. We just want to <laughs> Yeah, I love Big Brother talk. <laughs> me too. <laughs> we haven't talked okay. to Big Brother yet. I'm just counting down. It's uh, 11.15 on the East Coast. 45 minutes till midnight when Lacey Evans is done with WWE. Oh, my God. Countdown. Let's go. Go live on YouTube and just have a countdown. See how many people tune in. At 11.59, she's going to announce she's re-signed with WWE. (laughs) For a new gimmick. Well, I hope that you're not trying to keep us on air until that happens. We are staying on all night until it's confirmed. Oh, we, we, we. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go watch the love boat or something. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Tune in tomorrow night for Dynamite. Who knows what wacky shenanigans will happen in the world of AEW? And uh, we'll be back on Friday for SmackDown to see uh, the fallout from this latest chapter of the Bloodline, the hottest soap opera in all of professional wrestling. Jake quit because sure. he's scared. He'll be back. Do you think CM Punk has him banned from Collision Backstage? Oh, good question. Probably. I don't know where he can go. See, we'll find out. Tune in next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.